My name's Chris Rowley and I'm Area Manager for RSPB Scotland in Dumfries and Galloway. There are definitely changes in the environment and in the bird world, for example, that, that could be attributed and have been attributed to global warming. Even in my lifetime, I've noticed um, earlier arrival dates of some migrants. Um, and I've just finished working on a, a, a book of a chap who kept a record between 1890 and um, 1935 and uh, called Jack Gordon um, and he lived in Wigtonshire and he meticulously recorded arrival dates of swallows and willow warblers and other migrants and generally speaking the arrival dates for these birds back in his day i.e. before the Second World War were about a week later than they are now so these birds are coming back earlier and and we think that that's something to do with global warming um, also we've got um, quite a number of um, what used to be regarded as southern birds um, moving north into Dumfries and Galloway and even further north in Scotland uh, birds like for example reed warbler which is very much a was a, regarded as a southern bird of the reeds uh, which was found in the south of England it moved into the north of England and now it's into Dumfries and Galloway I don't think it's any further north but I'm sure it will uh, go further north but one bird that is um, a lot further north now than Dumfries and Galloway is nuthatch and again for all of most of the last century that bird was very much a, a, a bird of southern woods of English woods etc and now they've moved into Dumfries and Galloway into the borders and I think they're now up as far as Perthshire so uh, you know now there, there might be something else going on um, with these birds and, and reason for their spread but but people do think that this is uh, related to um, the habitats changing and um, the climate warming Another bird, for example, is the little egret, which looks like a foreign species, and until um, a few decades ago, it was pretty much. So um, they used to get them in continental, a lovely sort of little white heron sort of type bird. I saw one today earlier on the Nith estuary, and um, they're sort of little herons with a black bill, and they look very exotic. They look like, you know, if they come from the tropics sort of thing. And as I say, up until a decade or two ago, you would have to go to continental Europe to see them. Now, they breed throughout England and they are just about to start breeding in Scotland. And again, this is an example of a bird that is um, is moving north, we think because of changing conditions and, and perhaps warming climate. I'm very interested in a bird called Ringoozle, which is a, it's a bird like a black bird, but it's got a white gorget here, like a breastplate. And they're, they're very rare. Um, there's only about five to six thousand pairs in in the UK, and and that might sound like a lot, but when you when you realise that there's a million pairs of song thrushes, very closely related birds, then you realise that ring ousel is pretty special and pretty scarce. So they're a bird that inhabit the the uplands, the the, the mountains and moorlands of the UK, and they 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 are found still throughout the the uplands of the UK. So from Dartmoor. Um, up through the Pennines, Snowdonia and the Lake District and all, most of the upland blocks of Scotland. But over the last century, these birds have, have really declined and they've declined most um, from low-lying areas. And this is a species, because it's restricted to the uplands, that we think is particularly vulnerable to climate change. And sure enough, they've disappeared from, from lower-lying grounds. So there's a, a fair chance that um, we think that these declines are associated with a change in the climate. Now, it might be affecting the birds directly, we don't think that, but it might well be affecting um, their food supply, for example. Um, one thing I've also noticed in my lifetime, um, we, we have berries in the hills that we call in Scotland, we call them blaeberries. In England, they call them bilberries, and in parts of Wales, they call them wimberries, but they're all the same little berries, um, little um, uh, bilberries, like blueberries. 
And I remember as a, a, a kid, I used to eat these never before the end of July or thereabouts. And it was always great when they when they fruited and uh, got ripe and you could eat them at the end of July. Now I can eat them at the end of June because they're, they're ripening far earlier. So blaeberries are a big food supply for ring oozles, and especially young ring oozles that are in the hills in the summertime, and they move up the hill and eat the blaeberries. Now, if these blaeberries are fruiting earlier, and they certainly are, and there's a there's a sort of they get out of sync with the young ring oozles, for example. I'm not saying this is the reason for the decline of ring oozles, but you can see how it begins to affect um, the food supply of birds. Caterpillars, for example, you know, um, coming out at an earlier time, and perhaps when the birds aren't there and in best condition to uh, exploit them, etc. So, I mean, nature will will work with that to an extent, but nonetheless, I'm sure there will be losers if global warming continues at this scale.